Hello everyone. If you're in Australia watching this, then I hope the school holidays went well for you and that term three has begun smoothly. And if you're in the Northern Hemisphere watching this, then I hope you are enjoying your summer vacation and that you are safe and well wherever you are. Now, lately I have been asked frequently by my clients and also by other families that I've come in contact with about what intervention they should choose for their child's particular needs, whether that child has a literacy difficulty or ADHD or autism or some sort of language or communication challenge. Parents often ask me whether the treatment that they're considering is really the right treatment for their child. And so what I thought I'd do today is present to you an easy to use checklist that you as a parent can help, uh, can use to try and help you discern what is the best course of action to take when you're looking at a particular treatment for your child's needs. And this came up again this last week when I interviewed Professor Michael Cohn in our podcast, the Annie Centre podcast. So I really encourage you to have a listen to that. He is an expert in Australia on ADHD. He's a very well-regarded paediatrician and researcher. And he talked about this sort of rule of thumb or checklist that he presents to families when they're thinking about treatment for ADHD for their child. And what I wanted to do today is present that similar checklist to you, but also add a question into it to help, I suppose, broaden out your considerations, whether it's for a child who does have ADHD or for something broader than that, literacy, language, autism, anxiety, whatever your child's difficulties or teenager's difficulties may be. So the checklist goes like this. First, the first question to ask yourself as a parent is, is the treatment that's being presented to me or offered to me, is it likely to help my child? Now you as a parent are the expert on your child at the end of the day. So you will be able to follow your gut instinct or you should follow your gut instinct on answering or in answering that question. But one way to help answer that is thinking about whether the intervention that's being proposed to you directly targets or relates to what your child's actual difficulties are. For example, if you have a child who has literacy or reading difficulties, is the intervention directly targeting their literacy difficulties by teaching the child things like decoding strategies, how to break words down, how to um, repetitively learn certain words that need to be memorized like sight words, etc. Or is the intervention targeting something completely unrelated to that, like um, putting them on a special diet or getting them to do 20 star jumps, you know, 10 times a day or, you know, every day, every day for the next four weeks. Those sorts of things are completely unrelated to literacy, yet those kind of treatments, sadly, are out there for literacy. So as a parent, you need to ask yourself that question. Does that really seem directly related to what my child needs and therefore is it likely to be helpful? So that's the first item on the checklist. The second item relates to harm. Is the intervention that's being proposed likely to cause any harm to your child or to your family more broadly? And again, as the expert on your child or teenager, you will be best placed to make that decision and go with your gut instinct on that. The third item on the checklist is about cost. What is the cost of the intervention being put forward, both in terms of the financial cost, the actual monetary cost, but also in terms of cost to my family in time? 
when we take children for therapy, for treatment, for various sorts of issues, there is a time cost involved and usually quite a hefty one, not just in the treatment um, period itself when you're in a clinic or in a session or attending a program, but often at home when there's exercises or certain skills that need to be practiced or developed. There might be also a more a broad emotional cost to the family in terms of possible disruption or reprogramming or remanaging routines around the intervention. So think about those things when you're considering cost. Fourth, which is what I wanted to add into the discussion, is the idea of does the treatment being proposed make sense? And what I mean by that is, can the clinician break the treatment down for you and communicate about it to you in a way that is logical and easy for you to understand as a parent. If you're working with someone and they seem to be very highbrow using lots of technical terms and jargon and lots of scientific language about neuroplasticity and pathways, but they can't uh, translate that into language that is easy for you as a parent to understand and therefore commit to, then that should be setting off some alarm bells or warning bells for you that this person may be very good at their specific craft but may not be able to be the kind of person that can work with you on a regular basis and or that the intervention itself may not be particularly helpful. Sometimes professionals have been known to bamboozle parents using that kind of highbrow jargon and technical language into going along with a certain treatment and the treatment itself is not that effective. So just be wary of that kind of uh, issue. So those four items again on this kind of easy to follow checklist, again to keep it practical, are does it seem likely to be beneficial for our family, for the child or teenager in question? What is it targeting and does it re directly relate to what I need help with for my child? Is it going to harm in any way? What are the costs, financial, emotional and time wise? And fourth, is the clinician able to explain the treatment to you in a way that is logical and makes sense and can be broken down in language that you can genuinely understand? Okay, hopefully that helps a little bit with discerning what is and isn't the best path of action for you with a child with any kind of special need or a teenager. All the best, have a great weekend. See you next week.